This is Getting Past the Subtitles. I am Sean Peel. This is DK Lee. And we are in a brand new world. <laughs> kind of literally, you know, now we're now we're away from live action. We are into animation this time around. Taking a little pause and uh not away from movies though. This is an interesting one. An infamous one. Neon Genesis Evangelion. But the rebuild films is what we are going to be talking about for this brand new series. So I'll gather all the Weeboo fans out there. <laughs> <laughs> Literally anybody that has watched any kind of anime. First thing, an impression, I mean, an interesting start since my partner here, Lee, has, I guess, zero idea of what Evangelion even is. Yeah, so I've never watched any Evangelion ever before. Like, how much, what is your knowledge of I just know there's a girl with a red suit <laughs> and a boy and the other girl who's like has white hair. That's all I know about the show. Everybody knows Asuka, at least. That's all I know. I know the pilot and yeah, that's about it. Which is like strange because as this is an anime like in your era, like, okay, you like 90s anime, like growing up, like. Right, more like early like two thousand. Right, we're like in that <laughs> late late nineties, like in that era, right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. this came out. Well, the original run was in ninety six to seven, I think. Yeah. And so this is like in your prime of what you like, and probably one of the most infamous of most anime. And it's it, you it's famous. It's a famous uh, anime for sure. And I just never got around to it. I don't. I don't think I ever felt like it was something that interested me. You just not like mech anime. <laughs> you know what? Like, Robots. it's interesting because my brother actually really liked um, Gundam and mm. all of that. And I would always watch it over the shoulder, but I, I was never the one to, like, actually delve into it myself. But, yeah, I mean, like, for me, like, watching Gundam too, I was, like, it was fun when I watched it, but it mm. was never something that I was, like, really Ooh. captivated by. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, let's say, like, Full Metal, right? Like, sure. I, Like, Full Metal, like, I, like actively sought after it after watching it like i wanted to see more of it but like never a gundam or like never like evangelion like i never like and also another thing is no one around me ever cared about it ah dang so, so <laughs> that might be another real thing friends like, <laughs> none of your friends are like real deep in it That's so why. that might be another thing no one ever around me really like liked it um to that extent i think so well here i am another reason. <laughs> many years later <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's um i can kind of see why like it's not an anime that makes a huge first impression like if you go and watching it kind of blind or whatever unlike full metal or like demon slayer like mm. they kind of have a shtick going for it or like they make a huge impression off the bat They're yeah pretty original um demon slayer is like even its art and animation did is, you watch you know, all of the old ones or, or full metal? It? no 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 De- evangelion. Oh, Demon's- oh, evangelion me I'm kind of playing like a bit of a hypocrite because I've also never seen it. It took it's a bit. It took me a while because I was really young when it came out. Mm. It took me a while to even like go and see it. But even then, I never like watched it all the way through. Like I remember watching like episode here, episode there, mm. kind of like in the way that you would watch something on air, just like oh, I caught it here and I caught yeah. it there. But I never like followed it through and through. So I always knew of it and like knew about it. And I knew, like, the story and kind of, like, why it was iconic and such. Yeah. But it wasn't until 
relatively recently that I went back and like saw it mm. like right through and through. It was like got the full picture of it, you know. I see. And even with the rebuilt series, the films, I think that's around the time when I even went back to the original and I was like, because they're the same but different, kind of get into it later. Yeah. But I was like, oh, okay, and I can kind of see why this is so infamous and it's being like remade and it's this and that, you know. So even for me, it's a little recent to kind of go back and watch it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's good. And like, you'll you'll see why why it is what it is. Cause maybe yeah. <laughs> well let me like since I am somebody who hasn't watched this I will be coming at this at, at a completely like right. raw perspective right. so like I don't have any like bias towards this at all I'm just like I'm I'm watching it and seeing it for what it is so. which is great which is like really interesting for me especially for the fact that your first introduction isn't even the original run it's the rebuild right. films yeah so there's a lot of differences and a lot of changes mm. between the two so i'm interested to see like how your like pov is gonna yeah. shape after like these four films we'll see and then like because like even Gillian as like as a whole like and hideaki Ano, who's the creator of the series just like his story and like the story of Evangelion being made is interesting just because there's like so many drafts, quote unquote, right. of it. Because there's like three. And you coming with like when I was telling you we're going to do this, you're like, wait, what am I supposed to watch exactly? Because yeah. there's, there's so many different like <laughs> weird things going on there that yeah. makes you confused. Because there's, well, even with just the rebuild movies too. So there's like the original run and then there's two movies that came after the run, which one's like a recap and the other one's like a brand new finale of of the series essentially and those are on netflix and then then there's the rebuild series 1.0 2.0 blah 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 which is an entirely like basically remake of the series like it's not a sequel it's kind of like a reboot almost right basically yeah like it has like a lot of them, there's a lot of things similar, but there's a lot of things different from the story as well. And basically, the fourth film is the entire like the third and fourth film are like completely changed and different in a lot of ways. And so, but even in like the rebuild films, because there's 1.0, then 1.11, 2.0, then 2.22, which are only like localization um, changes. Mm-hmm. So, like 1.0 was like the original release, and the one that we watch, 1.11, is um a localization so like it came with like dubs and then there's like a little bit of an uncut but for this movie i think it's only like three additional minutes did you watch it with dubs um i did because i went back and rewatched these movies with my dad and he kind of prefers dubs and this is shame on him but i just watched it with subs i would prefer it with subs yeah but interesting the original voice cast from like the series in the 90s does the rebuild mm. voiceovers for this so that's good a lot of interesting kind of meta it's like cool to the diehard fans are like don't change the personas uh-huh. of like these characters but um anyway so just to kind of give an introduction kind of walk you through the story of it um so evangelion 1.11 was released well 1.0 was released in 07 uh directed by hideaki ano uh, it was also co-directed by Matsuyaki and Kazuya Tsurimaki. And basically how this kind of went was, why this was made was, so following the release of the original series, which finished its run in 1996, uh, Ano 
would return back to the series in 2006 um, with this brand new sort of remake of the series. And he basically like dubbed it the rebuilt series. And so in the beginning, um, I think he actually like rewatched the series around the time of 06 and he had decided that he wanted to revisit uh, Evangelion. And basically he wanted to retell a whole new story or retell the story of the series um, along with recreating like the animation and everything with the modern technology that they had at the time. So that's why like <laughs> funny thing when I watch this, every time I watch, it, I'm like in awe, like, even for a movie that came out in 07, like it's pretty beautiful. Like it is pretty top notch animation. And with each passing film, you'll see that these new techniques and like a lot of CGI gets implemented. So he's always wanted to stay cutting edge with the films and that stays pretty consistent with it. Um, so basically the original series was made with uh, Studio Gynex. And so Anno actually left Gynex and he formed his own production company um, that was called Studio Kara. And so basically the first project was going to be these rebuild series for that. And so um, he wanted to do it with basically the freedom away from Gynex and kind of like the traditional kind of animation studio, as well as having a better schedule and a bigger uh, budget to do it which he actually ended up co-producing with Gynax for a couple of the films. Um, so the tetralogy would, like I said, will be co-produced with Gynax. And so 1.0, You Were Not Alone, was eventually released in 07 in Japan, but the United States didn't get it until 2009. And then we got a re-release, which became 1.11. So it was DVD and then Blu-ray ended up being 1.11. Mm-hmm. And that was like the year after. So in 2010. And it only had like three minutes of additional footage, which is like in the beginning battle, I think. Mm-hmm. So that's how that kind of came to be. And there's this, there's always this funny like dynamic between the US fans and Japan because one, like it'll come on Japan, but notoriously like we will never get the Evangelion films till like three, four years post Japan release. So with this last one, so the reason why I want to do the series personally was because 3.0 plus 1.0 just came out in um, like a couple weeks ago, actually. Um, And so that's the final film of the Tetralogy. And we've been waiting for that film. I think the last one came out in like 16 or something. And um, it went on pause for a while because Anno like didn't do it. Then he did Shin Godzilla and then he finally finished it. And we were like, even if it releases in Japan, we're not going to get it for like another four years after like the six it took to finally finish it. But luckily, it only took like maybe a year because I think it was released in Japan like last summer or last March, actually. Mm-hmm. And then Amazon bought it. Um, they bought it and then they announced that it was going to come out in August. So thankfully, we only got it like a few months afterwards. So kind of a big deal. But also not a big deal. Like, I really have not seen anything about this movie in the media, surprisingly. I wonder if, like, the metas people are are kind of exhausted or just it's, like, been so long that it's kind of, like, swept under the table in a way. That's an interesting thing that I'm sure to find out. What is, like, your first kind of fresh impressions? You want it now or you want it later? I want it now before (laughs) we go in. Like, Like, a quick synopsis of your impression about this. Uh... If I'm being honest, I don't think the story was all that good. Mm. Um, just judging from a movie, like okay. thinking, like I know, I understand this was a uh, 
a series, right? An anime series. So a lot of the context of the film where, you know, I think the person who made the film kind of expects you to kind of know about the whole context of what's going on. Mm-hmm. So they kind of throw you in into the movie like right away and kind of expect you to already know what's kind of going on, which is really jarring for a person who doesn't know what's going on and they're watching it. And I think, like you mentioned, like the animation, I think it's really good. I really like the animation. I like the composition of the shots and all of that. And I think that's really well made in that sense. But I think that in a sense, um, in a story sense, there's a lot to be desired because some of the characters that come out, like even for like a split second, you're like, who is this? They talk about certain things about like, you know, the tree of knowledge and, and you know, the um, whatever. I don't even know what it's called. And the, the weird guy that comes out from the moon, like oh, the at dude the end, at yeah. the end. And you're like so confused of like what these things are. And obviously they're like um, foreshadowing things and, kind of alluding to the next movies and stuff like that. And I understand that, but as a person who watching who's watching it for the first time, you it really has no context. So it's just babble. Like it, right. it's, it's just like what is what is what is happening? Yeah, like at all? and and like you know one of the most jarring one of the most <laughs> jarring scenes I was watch while I was watching was when um uh Misa Misato, right? Mm-hmm. She takes a Shinji and they go down underground and they he show she shows him lilith right okay, okay. and and that whole scene of like i got we gotta protect lilith uh, so that certain things can happen to you and as a person who's never watched and has no context you're just like who the hell is lilith and why do i care about protecting this i thought you're right. trying to protect the world or like right, protect right. the tokyo or whatever but then there's this weird thing where she's like holding his hand and going down and showing him like this thing and some weird contract they made with Lilith and stuff like that. And you're so confused at that point. Uh-huh. And you're just kind of like out of it, right? Sure. So in that sense, like as a first time viewer, I don't think it does a good job of like easing somebody into the series. Whereas like maybe if I watch this, the actual series... They might do a better job of of that. I, I've never watched, obviously, so I, I right. wouldn't know. But mm. I would think that the length of time might help in developing <laughs> the arc of the story. Whereas a uh, less than two hour movie kind of doesn't isn't able to do that. I understand your misgivings. I understand. And when I was, you know, this is probably was probably like my second or third watch through of this movie, and even like. When I first watched it, I don't think I had gone back and like rewatched the original series, but I kind of knew of. And I was also kind of, I was also in that jungle of just like being lost of the plot, right, right. of the movie. And eventually, you just kind of like, all right, I'm here for the ride mm. a little bit. Um, but watching it now, it feels more like movie recap ish rather mm-hmm. than an independent standalone right, it doesn't, film it doesn't feel like something that's completely like oh we're gonna do like you're not, you're gonna forget everything about the things that happened before we're gonna make something completely new where right. you can get in you can understand it and enjoy it mm-hmm. it's more like you already seen that so yeah we're gonna show you how we can make that look better right essentially yeah i mean it, it, that's what it feels like so 1.11 is actually 
in terms of like the series, it covers episodes one through six mm-hmm. um, arc. Um, so like ending with that angel that was like the cube that fires like the laser. Yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. that's episode six. So everything forward after that. And so watching the movie and then rewatching, I'm also rewatching the series just mm-hmm. to kind of go back and forth and rewatching that. Watching this movie was like, this feels like a perfect movie to like slot in in between like season two of an anime and to be like, oh, this is a recap movie for, and then like mm. to get you ready for something else. Cause it feels, it feels like that. Like the way that it's cut is just like scene to scene in a way. Yeah. Like this event happens and then next thing you know, like another like event is kind of happening and it doesn't like, there's not like a smooth kind of transition. I don't think that like for the narrative per yeah. se, it's like, oh yeah, there was this battle then like this character moment kind of happened. Then there was like the second battle and then there was like that weird character moment. And then there was the third, like, you know what yeah, I mean? It, like it, it, yeah, like the passage of time is very like quick. Yeah, yeah. It's just like this one, you know, angel comes out, it's dead. You're right. And then, and then they have this little moment, you know, the character development moment. Uh-huh. And then, and then the other one comes out, the second <laughs> angel comes out and like just constant like, you know, barrage yeah. of these attacks, I guess, happening. Right. It almost feels like it almost feels montage a yeah. bit in a way. And and you don't really have a sense of time. Exactly, yeah. I, mean, I don't really know, like, what day <laughs> it is, right? <laughs> like how many like, days have passed since yeah. the first one or the second one or the third one? Yeah, like, how long has Shinji been a pilot by yeah, now, you know? Like, What's going on? It, it felt like Shinji was a pilot for, like, a day. <laughs> right, right. And then no, by, seriously. Like, and then by the next scene, he's... He's like been a pilot for like three months. He's like, yeah, I hate my career. I, I'm not even sure if he was. I don't even know if it took, everything took place in three days and like it was a consecutive or not. It feels like it happened in a week. Like the entire yeah, movie. like it does. Uh, yeah, so it feels like that, but with a fresh coat of paint, just to like show off the events, you know. Like it, it like um, the animation really looks good. Like yeah. I'm surprised it's 2007. Like when I actually looked at the date and I was like, oh wow, this is really good for mm-hmm. you know. Especially for that time, I think even watching it in 2021, you know, like I wonder how much difference is like I'd have to go back and watch 1.0 versus 1.11 because they're released in two different times. Because I think Ano and his studio will always go back and do tweaks and updates, even with the re-releases of versions with their films. No, really? So they're, they're always like working on the movie, even with the one that just came out. He, like, made some tweaks between the Japanese release and then when it came to video uh, for Amazon. So he's always, like, trying to, like, do it. Yeah, yeah. So I wonder how much difference is between 06 versus when America got it, like, yeah. three years afterwards, you know? But still, like, you know, even bare bones, like, there's just, it's pretty impressive. Like, Naruto in 06 definitely didn't look like this movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I remember. So, but, yeah, it's, it's kind of convoluted story-wise and a huge chopping block in that sense. Like I remember, I mean, in the series, there's just so much missing from the movie that really helped clear a lot of, of that convolution when I was watching it. So I was like, Oh, like particularly it was like Toji and Kensuke. So the classmates. Yeah. Or even anything that happens in class. Anything that happens with character development, I think they really missed the mark. Right. Right. I mean, like it's so short and it's like, you're not even sure if they like mm. ever 
if they're ever in contact with each other yeah, yeah. aside from those few little scenes mm. and then like the next scenes we go to it kind of feels off because you're not even sure if they even talked to each other before <laughs> then so like yeah like you don't even know if there's real development there and then and then they start showing like these moments when they like for example um shinji and the other pilot what's her name right ray ray like them kind of like getting closer and stuff like that it was kind of weird for me like right just like the development there or like uh like like you said the classmates and like first mm. like he's like the classmate beats him up for like <laughs> being a pilot which is also weird but like they do that yeah that's, and like there's yeah. no real context there and then later on like he sends him a, a message being like, hey, like, I, I hope you do well. <laughs> when it matters. When it like, matters, yeah. right? Like, he's like, I, uh, please yeah, yeah. save me <laughs> from uh, getting destroyed by this angel or whatever. We're counting know. on you, Shinji. It's kind of, uh, yeah. yeah. So, like, in that sense, it is very, like, you're to be expected of watch the original series to go into it. Because when I rewatched it for six, the six episodes again, I was like, Man, there's so much that's missing here that would literally just make that one moment make sense. Like, those things all get developed in the series, Yeah, right? like, it's... I like to say that the rebuild, this rebuild movie was all the quote-unquote plot of Evangelion. And they just stopped it all in. <laughs> but, like, minus the character moments, which mm. is kind of, like, opposite of what I feel Evangelion is. Because you'll see, like... I have to, like, withhold my conversations till we get to, like, the later movies. Right. But, like, Evangelion is kind of what it is, not because it's, like, a mech anime. Like, it's, like, really, like, subtextual mm -hmm. and, like, kind of does a lot of character stuff. So watching this movie, it's, like... And then rewatching all the movies, it was, like, Ano just kind of focused more on the story plot world, like, that yeah. text and didn't want to go feel like they didn't want to go into sort of the private life of Shinji didn't stay too long with his friends and characters right. or at least not for this movie there's a little bit more later but it feels like oh mainly what he the point he wants to make with this movie is like you know the the story of like the angels coming down to attack Tokyo and like Shinji having to be the defender and like right. and it's really Shinji's movie than anything definitely more than the series because he's like it's but it's more about him like battling like to pilot versus not to pilot yeah, right right uh, like, yeah but like it's weird because when you're watching this movie as a first time viewer like in the very beginning like you get introduced to the angels and you realize that Tokyo and the people there are trying to fight mm. these angels and beat overcome these angels but you never get a reason of like who these angels are what these angels are like right, where right. they come from like they kind of like do that weird conspiracy thing that's going <laughs> on behind the scenes of, yeah. of like what they really are and what they might be but they never go into it so you really don't have a strong sense of danger kind of? not a, not sense of danger but like a sense of like caring about like what the stakes are because you don't know what what it is you don't mm. know what the stakes are really right. it's just more it's it's a very base like stakes of like the world is gonna explode and die right. if, <laughs> if we don't stop these things but that's like a really played out thing you know like it's not really something that makes something different from other things like basically attack attack of titans are is basically the same thing if you think about it in that sense right right, right. it's more about like the development of characters and like why 
the characters make the story interesting. But I feel like, like you said, because they kind of sucked that out of the movie. I'm just watching things getting destroyed and like <laughs> fighting and like the blood coming out of the angels every time. Like it looked great. Like I like visually. Don't stunning, get me but... wrong. It looked great. It was a great movie to watch in that sense. But like, I couldn't really care much about it because I was like, I don't know what to care for. <laughs> you know. Right. Right. Yeah. Like in in the scheme of storytelling, like it's not it's not the world building or that kind of stakes that you're supposed to care about. Yeah. Like you end up caring about it's the character. It's like, why is like, what is it really down for the protagonist? Yeah. Like we care about the protagonist and if his life is on the line to save the world, then we care more about like his life versus like the world. Right. And I, th- I think it's the relations of us caring about the character. Right. And we, us not wanting the character to die or fail mm-hmm. at his mission, which makes us care about everything else around it. Exactly. But also one one other thing that was like just kind of mind blowing was like the introduction of Shinji and like and like him having to become a pilot. <laughs> you, you and everybody. That's an iconic like Eve Eva thing though. That's like <laughs> yeah. It's just like be, they be, never like, tell you why he has to be the pilot. Yeah, yeah. Like they don't give you a reason at all. It's literally it's funny because like I watched this and I watched the first episode and. Like literally the first twenty five minutes uh-huh. is getting Shinji to pilot the robot, and then his first fight. Like almost like thirty minutes of the film is just that one. Like, and in moment. this movie, it happens in more like twenty minutes. Like yeah, like same thing. Yeah, but it's but it's literally like we have no idea of who anybody is. Like Shinji is just like this random fourteen yeah. year old boy, and his dad is apparently like, an asshole. W- first of all, why are kids piloting <laughs> mechs? That's the first question. Second question is like, why is a dad asking the asking his estranged son to come and pilot the mech? Yeah. Like, are are those things like they, revealed later resolved. on? Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, I, I assume so. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, this doesn't so make a bright. good story if you start with that and give you give people no context. You know, because mm. like, why do I why do I care? It's so weird. Like, it's it's like, it's such a weird starting point of a movie <laughs> where like they're just like, like. It feels awkward when the kid is told and like there's these adults around them. He's like, "Hey, you have to become the pilot to save the save the country out of nowhere." Yeah, like 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 it's weird because in the beginning, the ver- first scene is like Shinji like like uh, waiting for the car to come for her mm-hmm. to pick him up, and you're like, "Okay, I assume like he's going to meet his dad," <laughs> and then like it just goes like. Full 180, like, just, like, Giant all of a sudden, monster. <laughs> there's monsters, and the thing that you see, the, the fighting going on there, you're going to have to actually pilot the mech to fight that thing. To <laughs> a, like, 14, oh, how old is he? I didn't even know. Yeah, he's, like, to this 14, kid. 15, yeah. And you're just like, what? Why? Yeah. It, it, like, the pieces come together at the later on and at the end. Right. And so it's one of those storytelling structures that's like you said very conspiracy-esque and like mm. mystery and you yeah. get the you get like the nuggets yeah later, throughout yeah. you know and then it kind of culminates onto something which is interesting that that's another thing that i'm thinking about watching this movie too as far as just the structures of you know telling it in a film versus in a series like in the series of the anime it basically does the same thing mm. and, and it works because of that but then when you kind of tell it in a film that 
is supposed to be like narratively consistent. Because yeah. I think people give more leeway in like a series because they understand that it's a long form. Sure. Right. It's going to take, well, like how many episodes to have the full arc of the story. Right. So it's okay if you have like multiple threads going on mm. and like maybe not fully fleshing out the, all of these threads all at once because you have plenty of time to do that. But like, in an hour and 42 minutes, 48 minutes, how are you going to do all of that? You can't. Right. So, like, you're watching this, it feels like the speed run of, <laughs> like, Basically. character development where, like, the character doesn't really seem developed because they're just going through these things and you're not sure if this character is, like, yeah. becoming a maniac or like, yeah. or, like, you know, have actual, like, emotions or, like, it's just what the uh, director wants yeah, where the yeah. writer wants it to become, you know? Yeah. And it feels forced. That's why it feels like, like it's like kind of, that's what it feels like a recap movie more than an independent film. Yeah. Because you're, we're just rushing through sort of events per event per event versus having like a consistent narrative with, you know, like a beginning. I'll give you a really good example of like what I mean. Like, you know, when they're, when he goes to see the mech for the very first time mm -hmm. and then his dad comes and he's like, Hey, you gotta pilot the mech, and he's like, "No, I'm not gonna pilot the mech, right?" And then, and then the dad's like, "Okay, you if you can't do it, I'm gonna send Ray to do it." And Ray's half dead, right? Yeah. And she's like coming out from the stretcher, and Sinji sees that, and then the angel like attacks and like everything crumbles, yeah. and then she falls off the stretcher, and then he goes to her, and it's like, "Oh no, she's really hurt." And then he's like, "I'll do it," right? Yeah. In a span of what, like less than three minutes, he changes his mind. Like, why did he? You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, just yeah. so like the pacing is just so bad. You expect there to be more tension there of like him, like trying to figure out his emotions yeah, right. in understanding his relationship with his father, and also like yeah. having this responsibility of piloting something, and like being being a pilot at an age of like fourteen, and like what that means, and like. Why are these adults like telling me to do all of these things? But all that comes after. When he thought that he was just going there to visit his dad. Right. I mean, it's just like the whole the whole pitch of like the start is just 180 for everything. Right. You know? Does it get good though? Like is the reveal good? Like the You'll see. <laughs> what do you I mean, I mean in your perspective, do you think it was like Um I liked it. I mean, for like the last film here. Mm. I liked it. Um, it's it's like, again, going back to kind of, it's almost like you are sort of expected to have seen the original series right. because they do, like I said, like a lot of things are the same or like core, it's kind of yeah. familiar the same, but there's a lot of differences. And I understand like at, at one point in the movie, they're, they also like say something about like, Oh, like he's fated to be a pilot or whatever. That too. Like even in the story, it's also like pre, like things are kind of mm. pre-fated. Right, right. Like, you know what I mean? So like, I understand like that thing, but I think that's a cop out. Like in a movie, especially, sure. it's just like, okay, because he's the main character. Like basically it's just <laughs> like, he's the main character. He has to do this. But like, right. that doesn't feel like compelling, you know? Sure, sure. Yeah. It's, it's an interesting, it's an interesting, it's an interesting 
uh, thing. And I like I like I understand people like if people are like, oh yeah, but you gotta watch everything like to understand, right? But I think it's unfair to tell the person who's watching the first movie to be like, oh, you should be watch expected. It. Yeah, like, <laughs> I want the first one to be good and like to be fleshed out sure. just as much as everything, right? Well, that's what I'm saying too. Like, it doesn't feel like as a standalone film, it doesn't. It's not really doing that. Yeah, because even with films with sequels. Th- like structurally, you you they all follow the same some path. kind of arc, right? right yeah. Exactly. Like there's always a beginning. Like what they start in that film, they'll have a conclusion to, and then you know there's like the events that are supposed to happen like later in the future, something are kind of teased in throughout. You know, like it's kind of looming, mm. but there's always sort of an urgent plot and urgent yeah. like development, and there's always that feeling of you know there's an obstacle, and then by the end there's some kind of conclusion or mm. overcoming and then there's then we're kind of like expecting something more yeah. as i teased but here it's like the entire thing is like it's kind of we're only getting like a nugget of a grand story and i think i think the main kernel of the story was shinji's like you know mech right like getting over his trauma right and sure like actually you know becoming a mech pilot or whatever mm. but i think that also the sto- like that arc I felt like was all over the place too, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, like the stakes feel weak, like his motivations, it just feels repetitive throughout the whole two hours Sure, where it's like he gets on the mech, like he messes up and then like he gets scared to go on the mech and then he <laughs> finds some, some reason to get on the mech again yeah, and then yeah. he gets, you know, yeah, there's a problem again. <laughs> and then he goes, gets scared to run on the mech again. And then, you know, he gets on the mech again. Essentially, yeah, yeah. Honestly, it's just that for the whole two hours. Yeah, and, yeah. And you're like, where is the real development there? Like, I don't even know if he really wants to ride the mech at the end of the movie either. You know what I mean? It's like, Sinji's just like the most problematic anime character ever. He's He never like, like I feel like the whole movie, like I said, the whole movie's journey of him is coming to terms with being a pilot for Unit yeah. One, and but because constantly, like his bro is going back and forth. Like I said, like I want to, I don't want to. I'm doing it because I kind of have to, but I don't want to. Yeah. And then he's like, I give up. Then goes back to it, and then like nearly dies, and he's like, I'm done. But then his friends are like, But we need you, Shinji. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, I guess I'll do it now. And then, and then like the fight, like. Even in that battle scene, like, he misses the first shot, and then his dad's like, this kid's useless, fuck it. Yeah. And then Misato's like, no, believe in him. He went into the pilot himself, like, and yeah. he, like, has conviction to, like, fire the second shot. And then it's, yeah, but it's it's always, like, this, I don't yeah, know, it's just give so, and take. like. And it's like, because there's, there's not even much to like about Shinji himself. For him to be, like, the protagonist, I never like him. I don't uh, think anybody really likes him. As okay. a viewer, you know, like, cause he's, cause he's so passive and he's so unwilling and all we're watching is his, you know, grand opus of a sad, yeah. like sad story, yeah. you know, like he's just constantly moping and just like everything being negative and being depressed about life. But I don't but, feel like he changed at the end of the movie either. Like, I don't know if he no. did. Right. He's yeah. just kind of the same dude. For here, he's pretty much the same. And well, another thing, let me just talk about like the incompetence of the people who work there. <laughs> like, you know, the second battle when like when they make Shinji go out into uh the to try to fight, okay. 
And like they launch the mech, and as soon as they launch the mech, the mech basically gets wrecked. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, that, that was the third one. Oh, no, was it the third one? The third battle, yeah. Yeah. Well, right before the uh, the 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 triangle one, yeah. No, that was a triangle one. Was it? The one he gets blasted Oh, he gets in the blasted chest, right away? But it was like the first encounter with Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And then the second encounter is when they shoot the gun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like, I'm like... So he almost dies. Bro, like he didn't even <laughs> fight. He couldn't even like get out of the thing. <laughs> I'm like, yo. Instant KO. Is there no better way to like, you know, make sure that he can actually try? Like even just try? Nah, it just fails. Just fails. I was like, yo, how incompetent do you have to be to be like... Hey, let's just send them out and let's just hope for the best. <laughs> they get wrecked. I mean, you know, they had done that all before in their defense, but this angel was not having it. I guess so. Like that angel was pretty cool, though. I gotta admit, like, that was that, cool. yeah. That polygonal thing that, that was like, completely different from the series too, because oh, it, really? it never like shapeshift like that. Because uh, that was like all CGI weird. and done. So that was yeah, that was pretty cool. That was a cool mix-up. And like that weird sort of mirror effect that it was kind of having. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That was all cool. Yeah. It's <laughs> Instant dies. Yeah. But who wouldn't want a pilot after like, if I if it was me and I almost died, like cheap shotted after that, I'd be like, I'm out of here. Yeah, you probably I'm wouldn't done. want to. Yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> and then they revive him like, you're lucky to be alive, kid. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't want to go back either. I don't know. Maybe he just has plot armor. <laughs> <laughs> And then Ray's like, I'll help you. Yeah. I'll protect you. Like the first half of the movie for me is um, kind of like super briefly introducing everything because mm-hmm. not even you kind of understand it. Yeah. And then sort of like Shinji and then kind of like throwing me into the role of like it establishes Shinji and like his role of being the sad boy, essentially. Yeah. Kind of he pilots it and then he basically kind of goes crazy and then he is you get a sense like he doesn't want to pilot it yet he kind of has to and he's he's like has these expectations of everybody to pilot it you know and then but like there's this constant thing between him and his him and his dad so he's really doing it just to kind of like get his dad's approval per se and then like the midpoint would be talking with Ray I think yeah. like when he finally because Ray's always in the background up until then and then when he has to confront Ray then they kind of get closer. And then that's kind of relationship. There's so many them. little things that are never given context. Mm. And you're just kind of like left wondering. Um, one of them is when after Shinji gives her the uh, cards, the ID cards, mm. um, Ray ID cards, and they go, they're like on the escalators, like going down. And like, you know, he's talking about his dad or whatever, like right. how like he doesn't like his dad. And she's like, like, but don't you trust your dad? And then he's like, no. And then nah. she slaps him. All right. It makes you wonder the relationship Ray has right. with the father and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's never given context. A lot of the Ray as a character kind of is never really fleshed out, I feel like, in this movie. Yeah. I don't know if it is more in, in the series. Or is she just supposed to be kind of like a mysterious character? It's about the same, Yeah, really. You really won't find out more about her till till the end Mm. um i'll explain more as we go on with her but yeah but she's pretty much she's kind of a one-note character though like she'll she's basically sort of like that Mm. throughout kind of like does what she's told kind of aloof yeah kind of like aloof kind of character but has this weird connection with gendo and her yeah kind of weird yeah kind of (laughs) weird 
and then Shinji has like this strange attraction to her yeah. that's like I don't know if he's attracted to her or maybe also jealous of her because yeah, she's because closer he to has her a dad. With yeah. Father, yeah. But it's it's always like especially for this movie, like what is the intention of yeah. either or two, or is it like a mix of kind of both for Shinji Shinji? Yeah. Like why is he uh, interested in Ray? It's just like it would be nice if some of those things would have been resolved in the movie. Mm. But it never is. And it just like loose ends everywhere. Right. So it right. just kind of makes like when you finish the movie, it kind of just leaves you yeah. like kind of like, what was this for? <laughs> what you happened know? here? Like, yeah. I mean, and, like in a, in a way, it's kind of forgiving because there's three other movies. But and like it's and it's some things that feel like I should know also drops the ball. Like exposition, right? Yeah. Exposition is kind of a big one. And <clears throat> this is a movie that willingly withholds exposition from you. Right. So even in that, it's like, I don't even know what kind of world I'm in right now. That's the thing. Like, it's like a lot of times people get mad because there's too much exposition. Right. But this movie, it's like, you need to tell me something, though. <laughs> you know, like, you need right. to set the plot at least. I'm, like, I'm in Japan. In a city I just that... know that it's Tokyo 3 and right. the freaking city goes underground sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's all I know. It's a transforming city. Yeah. Hmm. And I know that there's angels, which are monsters, basically, who attack the city every time. But, like, you don't even know, like, when they attack, how they attack, why they attack. Right, right. None of that is explained. <laughs> and you don't know about what Gendo's up to and his stupid conspiracy thing that's going on. <laughs> and some yeah. weird thing about... Uh, the trees and the, <laughs> the trees <laughs> and the life and yeah. knowledge. And what are those like weird like conspiracy like actual conspiracy like oh, yeah, people the, that pop meeting, out in yeah, the meeting like, room? It's a it's a conspiracy like <laughs> secret organization. And they're like, oh yeah, you gotta kill all the angels. You've made a contract with Lilith. If you do this, then right. well, there's no contract. Whatever it but, is, but yeah, but like their plot is to so like Sally is a secret organization that Gendo kind of like works under. And their main goal is for the human instrumentality project. Yeah, I, I kind of yeah. They talked about that, but I don't even know what that right. is. You know, like, but that's but that's what does all that I can even say, mean? Like, what is that? Yeah, <laughs> to bring humankind to like to become a god oh, or whatever. Like that's that that was kind of explained there too. Mm. But you'll learn more later on. Yeah, but yeah, but so like the scene where Shin Misato brings Shinji to Lilith. So Lilith, Lilith is the first angel, I think. First mm. or second, for sure. Because it's different. Because, like, in the anime, she actually brings him to... It's Adam that's under the facility, oh. not Lilith. So it's it's flopped, and so I get confused between here. And basically what she was explaining is that if an angel touches or like comes in contact with Lilith it'll cause the third impact yeah which will eradicate the world yeah yeah. eradicate humankind and such but then I don't know how much of this movie was explained about the second impact but basically nothing (laughs) (laughs) um it just told us that half the world died half the humanity died yeah like eradicate half the it was like a catastrophe that half the human race ended up being eradicated with um but I think in the second movie to explain, so I won't, I, I won't explain it. <laughs> I won't explain it too much. But I'll kind of keep going because, like, see, this is the thing. Like, like you're saying, like I can't explain any of these. Like, it's right. like it's like 
as a first movie, it just felt like it was setting up all these things and never resolving anything. Right, you know? right, yeah. Which I guess, like, well, this is the thing. Like, I think this is a big thing. Like, this is the, like, central problem of the movie is mm. when people watch a movie, they expect a full arc within the movie. Right. When they watch an episode, they don't expect a full arc. Right. They know that it's going to resolve within yes. the whole series. Which is why you have different expectations, right? Mm -hmm. When you watch a movie, you have different expectations. I went into this movie having an ex expectation of a movie, <laughs> which is why I think I was sorely disappointed, <laughs> right? Maybe if I went into this movie expecting a series and expecting like a, a four-part movie that will kind of encompass and tell, tell the whole story, right, right. I might not have been so like disappointed in. <laughs> right and maybe it's more of a perspective change that i have to have mm. of going into the mo next movies which might make it a little more enjoyable to watch and more excited to watch the next one but i think that was the big thing yeah. where it's yeah. like i was coming into this because you know it was a movie like thinking that oh it's gonna just be like you know a yeah. normal movie where you everything gets resolved by the end or most of the big plots in the movie gets resolved at the end but like this is just like, oh, it's an episode. Like, you know, <laughs> like I'm going to cliffhang yeah. everything. <laughs> You're going to watch <laughs> the next four, next three movies. So, yeah. And I mean, that's the unfortunate reality. Like, yeah. And I mean, that, well, that's the problem of him doing this as a film versus a series because right. the way that it's structured is like a series, but it's, but it's, you know, it's got a film runtime. It's funny because even, even the end credits at the end where like they have the little like, Oh, the preview, like oh, the teaser, yeah, yeah. That's like such an episode thing, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. like on the next episode, on the next uh, episode. What you want to do? So that's when I realized, oh, okay, just watch this as the as a anime like uh, yeah. episode. Go into it with like that. This mindset. is it. Yeah, I yeah. think it would be better. Yeah, at the end, like it's an anime. At the end of the day, right? right? Like it's you can't really construe it to like mm. a film or live action or kind of a series. So. Yeah. It's its own, it's its own beast. But yeah, I mean, the first. So I was kind of saying like the differences from the uh, first six episodes. I mean, me watching the series, I was like, so going back to Toji and Ketsuke. So the, I think it was after the yeah, it's after the first fight, and then he wakes up from the hospital, and then it kind of basically glances over like he wakes up from the hospital. Then you go back and you find out, like, well, actually, no, that's in a series. Um, but, well, like, he, he turned into the beast and he killed the thing, but he was, like, taken over by the Ava. Yeah. And then he wakes up in the hospital and then... And then he goes uh, to his new house yeah, with Misato. Him and Sato takes him in. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, has to go to school or whatever. Yeah. But that's kind of all skip. Like, immediately goes to, like, him getting hit by Toji, like, being abused. Yeah. And you're like, well, who are these two characters? And then, like, why is he getting bullied? Well, it kind of explains, like, because he was a pilot, yeah. but it feels empty. All that was resolved in the anime. Like, there's an entire episode like, dedicated to that. He kind of mentions, that. like, because his sister got hurt or something. Yeah, yeah. But, Be like... During, like, basically part of, like, um, what's that word? Like, collateral damage, yeah. essentially. But never, like, you never see but the that, sister. Exactly. You know what it is. So, but, like... There's an entire episode dedicated to that. Like, he gets transferred into the new school, yeah. and then you meet these characters, and basically, 
the class finds out that he's the pilot of an Ava. And then that's why he beats him up. Because yeah. then you find out before that that his sister was in Which a hospital. Which will make a lot more sense. Right. It gives like proper exposition to yeah. like why he doesn't like Shinji. Yeah. But here it's just like. Punch. You're being bullied. <laughs> and the then pool. the glasses dude. Told you, oh, like, yeah, oh, who is this guy? Like, you exactly. don't even know who that guy is. Yeah. Well, they kind of like come as a pair or whatever. But like that, the whole thing happens. And then like the whole episode is he gets bullied because his sisters or whatever. And then Shinji's just like kind of keeps going. And then he goes into training and he's like depressed or whatever because he has to pilot it. Yeah. And he's just kind of like cruising on, but he doesn't want to pilot it. Basically, it like turns into a doll and it's like totally what he's, yeah. does what he's told. And then that leads up to the uh, the fifth angel, um, the one with the tentacles. Yeah. And then he like tries to fight it, but fails. And then it turns out that Toji and Kensuke like wanted to go take a look at this giant monster. Oh, really? And then, which happens in the movie. And then he um, ends up having to save them because they're in the midst of the battle, which still happens in the anime. And then because he saves them is why they become friends uh. kind of like later on. And then that's why Toji... Basically, like, in the anime, it goes, it kind of explains it. Like, that whole resolution is better because because he saved him, Toji has, like, a perspective of, like, I misunderstood you as a pilot. Like, I didn't right. understand, like, because remember, they go in there and he kind of, like, loses his mind during yeah. the fight and is, like, has this trauma. And Toji is, like, okay, I, I kind of understand now right. in that way. So, but in the movie, it doesn't do that at all. No. It's just, like, <laughs> he saves him. And then Toji and Kensuke kind of like fuck off for a yeah. while and then don't kind of reappear. They don't have the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We got to move the plot yeah, along. You don't have time for that. Yeah, move the plot along. In the movie, like it, it does that fight. He saves them. He comes out, gets scolded, and then he runs away. Like literally runs yeah. away. But then he's like followed. And then after like the brief moment that he's like running around Tokyo for no reason, he's like, all right, take me back. <laughs> and he's like, did you cool your head? And he's like, not really, but what choice do I have? Yeah. And you're like, well, you don't have a choice, so get in the, <laughs> go and pilot it. Like, for a secret organization or whatever, like, yeah. a top, high-level organization, they're really wishy-washy on everything. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, if you want to go around, chill, just chill. Do that. Well, I mean, they, like, let him go knowing that he would come back, or they were never going to let him go anyway. Well, the first problem is they're recruiting kids. <laughs> That's the first problem. <laughs> Uh, it, it'll get explained that part better be a damn good explanation <laughs> because <laughs> it's um it's pretty good i mean i like it's okay it's pretty good the whole the whole like c cultivation of that yeah we'll see yeah yeah and then that like you kind of got a taste that like the avas aren't just robots right Either right? they kind of like go berserk or whatever. Yeah, they kind of have like a mind of their own sometimes. So what I'm thinking is like the Avas are like angels, but they're modified. Oh, oh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Easy peasy. He's <laughs> like that's textbook <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah, dude. Come that's, on, man. That's textbook stuff. You see Lilith down you, there chilling. You use the monsters to make the monsters. Of course, that's what you got to do. Uh, but yeah, like to your point, like much earlier. Kind of this movie is a bit no different from like a Godzilla movie, right? Yeah, like you yeah, have yeah. a you have a monster that comes down, attacks Tokyo, and then you got to fight it back. Which is like textbook, right? Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of similarities like that. And then like the main, I feel like the main point of like 1.11 is 
is mainly like Shinji because we're kind of on him the entire time. But mm. like I said, it's he's such a character that is so dislikable. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it it really Yeah, dude, I like I like Ray better than Shinji. And Ray was <laughs> the like, lifeless character. Yeah, the I most prefer. lifeless character in the movie, so I don't know. Just saying something about Shinji. <laughs> like like Ray is a zero. Shinji is like a negative, you know? Dang, bro. <laughs> he just makes you not like him more. <laughs> like, under the tier list. Doesn't even belong in the tier list. Um, all right, let's see if I had some questions. Um, like I said, I was, I'm actually pretty interested to see kind of like your impressions going forward with the series, especially for the rebuild versus the original. Um, so, I mean, favorite scenes. As we should talk about, it's kind of in the sense of animation. Favorite scenes, I think for me, I liked uh, I liked the uh, the polygonal angel <laughs> and all, all of that scene. I like the scenes when um, they're like barraging him, and he shoots that one laser and just destroys all of the the missiles. mountain. And then the I, mountain. I love that shower just that. like melts the mountain like yeah, nothing. That's <laughs> nice. It's cool because I think it really shows the power, like the scale. Yeah. Really well. I think this movie does that really well. Um, kind of like showing the scale of the power of the angels versus like the city. And I was just like, the city gets wrecked. <laughs> I don't even know how the city stands after the first angel, you know? like Yeah, exactly. What, what? How are they just chilling? Like the people, like they just feel so nonchalant. Poor Tokyo. Like they're like chilling and then the angel thing comes up and they just like die down for like. <laughs> a, a bit and then Take they shelter, bro. come back and act like you just go to school like it's nothing it's the same you know? thing when Godzilla attacks they're like oh shit it's a kaiju just yeah just like everybody you know, go under the train day in the life you know <laughs> day in the life of Tokyo yeah so like it's it's pretty cool showing how the scale of the angels I think they do that really well um like the fight scenes were pretty cool um like the logic of this movie, <laughs> like the fighting though, I'm like, what's going on? Like a little bit like later on, I think it makes more sense. But like in the beginning when they're like, he's like ripping the AT shield or whatever. Oh, of like how the Yeah, like the logic of that. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I wish they kind of explained it a little bit better, but. Yeah, I can agree. All the all the angels and Ava's can make their own AT field. And what is that exactly? What what's, what's it even stand for AT? Do you know? I don't even know. Okay, <laughs> I don't. It's I don't, just it's I just some kind it's of ever explained in the anime. Oh, okay. I gotta I gotta like. It, it's basically that. a force field, right? Essentially, yeah. It's basically a force field, and then that's why like conventional missiles and stuff don't can't work, pass through yeah. it, and that's why like every time he's defeated one, it's been hand to hand combat. Yeah. Except for like the laser, which had enough energy to penetrate through it. But yeah, essentially, it's that, and then. That's why it was like the logic that he was able to rip it. So essentially like they both had an AT field and they canceled it, it out. Um, but that's like fundamental. It doesn't like it's really not too important to worry about, except that it's just kind of like a fighting mechanic. What I thought was pretty cool was like how they uh, drown the pilots in, in the liquid solution. Oh, yeah. The LCO. I think that's pretty cool. Like, yeah. I think it's a very interesting way of... Uh, piloting the mech mm. or whatever because i think as a pilot being in that solution would probably help with like impact right and stuff like that right right if you're in the solution it won't you won't you know like the... uh, yeah. so i think that's pretty cool like thinking about like the i get the logistics of like mm. actually piloting something like that 
and like how that would be yeah and kind of how they imagined that it was pretty cool you, so you see a lot of like you know gundam and stuff like that they right. have different ways of piloting so seeing how they did it here is pretty cool it's the most unique for sure yeah. like how they do it um you'll get it like you'll learn much much more like i that's a pretty fulfilling piece mm-hmm. as well of like just the relationship between the avas and the pilot and like how that whole thing works yeah. it's um it's like one of the most more important parts but yeah but you know they have to like synchronize with the avas as well so they have to like like the lc i guess kind of helps with that mm-hmm. so like that's why they can feel everything that the ava does yeah like they have to like psychologically be in like, their shoes basically right and like sync with it so they kind of are the ava in a way Although I'm always like, how does it work control wise? Like they have the arm things, but then they can move the Ava. Like, do like you think about it, or like, do you actually do it? Right. Like, <laughs> is it a bit of both? Yeah. Is it like, if you could just think about it, then why have yeah, manual exactly. controls anyway? It's like I don't know if you watched Gundam. Was it Z? The one that was like the fighting series. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like. I remember the way that they piloted it was like a stage essentially. And then like they projected their moves and the Gundam did the same. Like that would be the most make sense to pilot anything. kind of And be on like a treadmill. (laughs) Right, right. And as you move, it does it. Also like that other movie, the one that um, Gilmore de Toro did with the mechs, Pacific Rim. It's kind of the same a bit. But you know, you can win them all, I guess. Just Um, give me a keyboard and mouse, man. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all over the place. (laughs) Um, I mean, my other favorite one, I mean, that was a really good fight. I really liked, I really like how they did that, the laser scene too, like versus the original series. It looks a lot cooler. Mm. Here we made as well. I mean, just all the fights look pretty amazing. I do too like how, like, Beast, like he is like how he fights like going from like regular to berserk how he yeah. kind of like reanimates as like a monster yeah like that's always cool to like rewatch i thought it was things. interesting how the the um the last angel was like a polygon yeah every time it gets shot like it screeches like yeah, a, yeah. like a weird screech i thought that was pretty cool and it's almost like a uh like a kind high of pitch. like yeah kind of sound like in god of war like the uh, Valkyries? Yeah, something like, like that. Like, it sounds like, like some kind of, like, yeah, like a monster, but like a female monster yeah, yeah. that has some weird screech. Yeah, I mean, overall, like, I, I think the movie did awesome justice to the series, animation-wise, just, like, technically-wise, really awesome. Yeah. And, I mean, differences-wise in the story, it's not too different. It's really taking away things than changing things from the series from 1.11. Like I said, it really focuses more on like Shinji alone and also kind of just a little bit of the plot. Those two main things are like what's 1.1 is versus like Shinji's life, like at school or like his relationship with other people. Like it's more of like him being a pilot and like, like I said, going this back and forth between like, not piloting it and piloting it and like losing the resolve and like getting thrown back into it for some reason. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, like later on, like as the movies progress, it changes quite a bit. How many episodes are there in the there original? Are, there are 26. 26. Yeah. And so this does one through six, 2.22. The next one will do basically six through 
12, I think. Well, the thing is, it's because like three and four are like essentially completely different. Mm. And so they don't come from the original series at all. So the second film, I don't remember exactly where it ends per where it is. Oh, actually, no, it does the rest of the series. Not anything about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, it does all of it? It does all of it. But then like in the original series, like there's like the last couple episodes are weird i heard it well it was weird yeah i heard like the last two episodes are but, very like are like conceptually weird yeah they're they're like not has nothing to do with the series of events essentially <laughs> yeah it gets weird you'll kind of like i'll kind of explain it like by the last film but yeah but even too like so so for the original series when it was made right hideaki Anno was with gynex and um so at the time, he basically so like the whole thing is like kind of like about his depression. He was so like yeah. you'll kind of get he's that. Shinji. <laughs> he's Shinji. It becomes more and more prevalent as you watch it. But um, so that's kind of like the main theme. I don't want to do this. No, Fuck I life. have to do it. Screw life. Okay, you're making yeah. me do it now. I'll do it then. Why are the adults keep telling me what to do? Yeah, I don't want to do it, but I do it anyway. And so, yeah, so. Basically, like, he was, like, depressed for four years, and um, basically, I think he was, like, struggling to kind of pick up a new series or work, and then, basically, with Gynex, they wanted him to, like, pick up a time slot for something, and so he was working on a different project that got scrapped, and he basically took, like, the main theme for that movie, which was, like, uh, like, to stop running away i think so mm -hmm. kind of like escapism was the main thing and that's super prevalent in this movie yeah. so he's keep trying to keep it like run away and he took that and then he kind of applied that to this new series which became evangelion which is actually because watching the series like that's really is the main like reoccurring theme for the series and so he did that and as production went on he basically was kind of pressured by schedule um, problems and some budgetary pro problems. And so that's why by like, I think I read by episode 16, kind of like the series went in like a completely different direction than like what you'd been watching so far. And then, so like there was like a lot of factors of like, was it really done by because of like logistics, but also like Hideaki kind of himself was like, kind of going through some personal changes and like really into psychology and that's why like things became like super convoluted and like yeah. he just kind of had his freedom with it essentially yeah. and so that's why like it just and it felt like episodes 1 through 16 was kind of the format of like Sam Cowboy Bebop and Samurai Champloo mm. where you have this overhanging narrative that is in the background and like pops in like yeah. here and there but it's then like a different episode different episode is like a different like side story yeah. kind of and then by the end you finally like, all the yeah you, you find like oh that was like the whole thing so that's like what episode one through 16 is like these side story stuff and then by 16 through 26 or 27 it's like now we're finally kind of getting on track to what it is mm -hmm. but going there it's like what <laughs> what <laughs> and so yeah it's like a mix of of really it's a mix of like what was Anno's original vision and intention with neon genesis right. versus like the reality that we got 
and then him coming back to remake it was like are you coming back to make the series as you had originally intended outside of like now you don't have to worry about scheduling and budgets and kind of telling the story as you wanted it or does it again drift off into yeah. something else and that's kind of a conversation we can have with the movies because it's the same feeling that i get when i watch the movies i'm like i feel like you started this off strong <laughs> and then by the end last half it's like where did we go uh, just because like again the rebuild started in 06 and finished in 2021 wow. <laughs> so it's like you're bound to go through some changes one way or another right going through so just in that sense even just like mentally you you're in a different space exactly so it's like how much of it like the factors kind of add right it's like script wise like do you just kind of change things like you know five years past and you're like you know my original concept kind of changes so you know i'm on the third film so i think i'm gonna resolve it differently or do you like keep going with the baton versus also like how much fatigue yourself do yeah. you even feel you know like i just want to wrap this shit up yeah. <laughs> like let's get let's get it done so but yeah um i think that's anything else to add on your part uh no nothing really are you, are you looking forward to the next one? <laughs> i don't know if it's looking forward or just like hmm. making sure it doesn't suck <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i'm cautiously uh optimistic <laughs> uh i think a a lot of your questions will kind of be answered in the next one, and then then it'll be like a whole new beast. <laughs> afterwards. I'm just I'm just kind of scared that it's just gonna be forever like loose ends everywhere, you know, like just unfortunately. Kind <laughs> of. Well, because at the same time, like how much information should I withhold? But like, because Evangelion is like it is what it is because it's not you know, conventional apply to like all the subtext and meta stuff. Yeah. It's like if Hideo like Hideo Kojima and Ano are very alike in how they craft stories. If yeah. you know what I mean. Right? You played Death Stranding, right? I did, but I didn't finish it so it's like how much of um is your interpretation versus how much he's like, this is my interpretation. Right. See right. my interpretation. Yeah. Kojima is very much like that. Ano is more of like you can interpret this if this is how you want it. You yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. you can see this and this is how I kind of see it, but it's also open enough for you to be like, you can make your own, you know, perspective on it as well. And so, yeah, that'll become more prevalent later on. Yeah, like as an artist, I don't, I don't think, you know, I mean, you can do what you want, but I think as a story, I don't know if that's the best way to go about things, <laughs> you know, like, like I, I for the common audience, for like the general audience sure. to draw people in, to make them care about your story in a way that like they will just be more understanding of it, especially in a movie movie context. Whereas like an episode, yeah, sure, you can do those things and it'll work a lot more smoothly because you have more time to flesh things out. But and especially one that's spans what like 13, 14 years, yeah, it's like. You're gonna lose some audiences. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if you're doing that in 2007, and you're finishing up in 2021. You're gonna have to brace yourself. You know? Sure. Yeah. Like unless you're like a true diehard fan, it was like like waiting and waiting for these things. Right. Like, it's right. gonna be hard for you to be like, oh yeah, like 
do you remember what I did like 18 years ago? <laughs> yeah, and now I want to do it this way. Yeah, like it's it's right. it's a little bit hard, you know. Yeah, yeah. To keep track of those things, like people even have a hard time keeping track of you know Game of Thrones because he still hasn't finished his book. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, like, just imagine you know like having that. Yeah, you know, connectivity to a source material is pretty. Yeah, I mean personally too. Like again, that's why it's so much of how much of this movie is you're to be expected of versus right. versus opening to fresh mind is because for me by the end of the rebuild series, I was more attracted to the point of having known what he did mm. and then a difference of what he ended up doing with the rebuild. I right, was like, right, right. and like kind of being able to compare those two. Right. Like, Oh, that's, I really like this fresh take on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is understandable. Like I, I get that. And I think that that's a good way of approaching it. If you have watched oh, it before. Exactly. Which is, which is what I'm saying. Like as a person who hasn't watched it and giving you a perspective, of that, like how much of like, like, you know, hmm. <laughs> it would require me a lot. Thing is like, if I watched this, for the first time and you told me to go watch the series i might not want to because it's just like this was there's just so ass. much yeah like no this, it's not bad right like it's not like completely trash but it just feels like so incoherent yeah that you 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 doubt whether or not the series was like that too and right. and from what you're saying it wasn't like that so obviously i'm sure it's good but it's just like you give people the wrong impression then you know then yeah take that impression for whatever you know series that you do so it's just that's the thing well thankfully he's like at least done like i don't think he's gonna this is his last evangelion oh it's (laughs) his last yeah i think with the rebuild he's he's done with it not that he's like if there's more evangelion it won't be from mono you know i think he has like hopes for the series for the future but himself personally he's like i'm gonna give it to which like from what i've watched i think the world is an interesting world. I think the yeah. concepts that they have is pretty interesting. And like, if they like flesh it out and like, you know, like do mm. that, I think it would be a, like a cool thing that they do. Where do they go with it? You know? Right. And right. you know, well, since I haven't watched the other three, obviously mm-hmm. I'm just talking from my perspective, but. And like, like me and your shoes, like I kind of like having to dig a little bit of right. like, especially for the world building and like, you know, how much of, the entire story they're going to tell me versus not tell me and then me having to puzzle piece it to be like oh Which is this cool. is like like you know like the the you know the the tree of knowledge and all the conspiracy stuff right, that, right. that sounds interesting i'm not saying that it doesn't it's just like there's no context to it sure yeah. and like if i cared about the character more maybe i'll be like yeah let, let me see where this goes <laughs> i'm like shinji yeah, yeah. i don't like shinji man <laughs> <laughs> so i'm just like ah yeah but who knows yeah, yeah. maybe the next ones will be better and there's other characters coming out too. Yep, yeah. yeah. There's there's a, a few more additions and some yeah. that they had left out. And like and like that weird moon boy. Yeah. <laughs> Ka- Kaudu? I don't know who he is. I think it's Kaudu. He's a new addition. Like he'd never been in the series. Oh, really? I don't know if he was in the the movie. Maybe he was. So like in the movies after the series. Mm. I think he might have been in it. But he was never in the original series. So he's like a whole new addition. But that whole scene too, like that's all new when he came out of the moon, and then <laughs> yeah, so that's Adam on the moon, um, like that one, yeah, and then there's like the coffins and stuff. Yeah, so next week we'll continue on to this weird adventure with two point two two. We're gonna introduce the fan favorite, red suit Oscar, <laughs> <laughs> the girl in the red suit, according to Lee. Yeah, it's like the girl in the red suit. It's great. The Red old, hair. The the, the orange the, hair or whatever. Orange hair. In the weird, like, hair tie 
not things pigtails yeah she has pigtails but there's but like what holds them up oh. they're kind of like these weird things um yeah she's great but we'll see you then she a better character do you for, like her uh, better <laughs> she's a fan favorite for a reason wow, yeah really? she's definitely a breath of fresh air mm. for sure but i think i like her the most because like because she's different but there's a lot to look into her as well. Mm. Like if you want to, it's easy to kind of like breeze past, but there's a lot to like look into if you tried as well. So, but yeah, so 2.22 next week. Again, uh, they just came out on Amazon Prime for anybody that's interested. Catch up with the series. We'll see you then. Peace. Bye.